Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is the tank top god. It is Joshua Gangsta Time Gold. Well, it's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. Good, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. What up, Chris? Oh, yeah. Also joining us, it is my producer. It is my uh, younger brother who just celebrated a birthday recently. It is Edgelord Big News Birthday Boy Brian. What's up, nerds? Hey, hey, hey. Happy oh. belated, bro. Yeah. 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 It's my birthday yesterday. How old are you now? Uh, 72. I know I don't look like it, but. <laughs> the darkness keeps me young. The blood of my enemies runs. <laughs> it cleanses my skin. Yeah, that's a uh, pretty edge of you, as we know. Um, but yeah, uh, we're back. Uh, we got, in theory, a short show today. Uh, only four series we're talking about, so uh, I'm excited to, to get into it. Um, lots to talk about, regardless. So let's get into plugs. Uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Josh, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore 37. That's on Instagram and at NY Chillin' with an EN, not an ING. That's on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Get at me, guys. My shit is private, so, you know, send a request. Oh, yeah. message Brian, where can they find you? Find me at B.ESP on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to catch me when I'm streaming, find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Ooh, yeah. You can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram follow us on twitter especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll where you guys get to vote on your favorite series of the week and we reveal the results on the show uh we do have the results for this week uh very exciting to get into that uh so cast your vote for next week i usually put up the poll like a couple hours after the official release on viz media's website so sunday afternoons monday mornings if i forget uh so Check us out on there. Uh, you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Uh, we would be glad to talk to you. Uh, so check us out on that. Or you can comment under the video you're watching if you're watching on YouTube, uh, whether it's the full version of the podcast or the little highlight breakouts we make for you guys every week. So check us out on that. Uh, you can subscribe while you're at it. Give us uh, Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Hit that notification bell so you never miss an upload. Uh, and yeah, I think that's it, right? Oh, we're on all audio podcast platforms as well. If you prefer that, uh, the audio version of the podcast usually goes up first. So, you know, that's a little perk if you listen to uh, us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to podcasts. All of that. All of that. Um, but yeah, without further ado, um, I suppose we can get into the show. Oh, missed it. One Piece. This is One Piece chapter 1059, the matter involving Captain Kobe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. Bloody. Uh, we have a little update on the whole uh, Vin Smoke situation. It looks like they escaped, and uh, Caesar Clown helped them with his hallucination gas, causing Oven and Katakuri to punch each other. Uh, so he's as strong. I'm telling y'all. Yeah, 
I mean, you that's know. all I'm saying. That he's strong. Hey, that's it. That's nobody sleeps. Nobody sleeps on Caesar's uh, uh, usefulness and his ability. You know, uh, he technically beat Luffy one time. So, you know, there's that. Yo, he's got a Luffy win under his he belt. He does have a Luffy W under that's his belt. Very rare. Yeah, he doesn't lose easy. <laughs> um, but we start off at C. Uh, apparently, Marco went to go see uh, Shanks, who is uh, floating by on Sphinx, which is near, uh, which is an island near um, Whitebeard's hometown. Oh yeah, that's where you know Marco lives. Basically, he uh, he takes care of the people that uh, Whitebeard grew up with. Basically, like his town. Um, but yeah, I guess he drops he gets dropped off by them, and you know he says bye, all that stuff. Uh, and we cut back to earlier in Wano, where we get a little bit more of a resolution in terms of Yamato's standing with the crew in general and uh, his decision to stay behind on Wano. And basically, he decides to stay, you know, for the reasons he stated earlier of uh, following in Odin's footsteps kind of to the letter. But also, you know, he he just can't leave um, Wano unguarded, especially since they just survived a, a an admiral attack basically yeah so you know as much as he still wants to go with luffy um he's he decided to stick around uh and uh and guard momonosuke for the most part so that's cool um anyway uh apparently um uh i thought that uh okay no uh, my bad i thought that he asked marco to join his crew maybe i misread that at some point but uh yeah he's he basically thanks uh, Marco for helping him all the way back in Marineford. This is really the first time they've like for real talked. Uh, so since then, so it's uh, kind of a nice little moment for them. Uh, so he flies away, and uh, we cut over to the Island of Women on Amazon Lily, uh, where Boa Hancock is just like <sighs> at this point. I just want to be married to Luffy. And then there's uh, the grandma on the back being like, you mean at every point you talk about every point, like, you talk about this shit every day. <laughs> yeah. Like this has been a brand new fucking development. Yeah. Um, but it turns out that uh, this is Boa Hancock weeks earlier. We noticed that she has like a bandage on her head, but uh, we cut over to weeks earlier when the Marines uh, first started to go after the warlords after they've abolished the seven warlord system and uh, we find out what happened on Amazon Lily. Uh, there has been a whole uh, marine attack uh, led, I guess, by uh, this vice admiral uh, named Yamaki- Yamakaji. I remember his face, but, you know, we don't know really much about him yet. Uh, so he's there and they're fighting. But there's also this little girl who has wings and fire. So you know what that fucking means. You know what time it is. She's one of those... Red fucking wall people. Yeah, yeah. One of those. One of those goddamn red wall people. <laughs> uh, and not only that, she's shooting laser beams out of her hands that look familiar. Um, but uh, as if that's not enough problems, uh, not only do the Amazon uh, do the Amazons have the Marines to contend with, Blackbeard also pulls up out of nowhere uh, and starts causing oh, fucking yeah. trouble. Uh, pretty big fucking deal. You do the laugh. Uh, Z. <laughs> uh, 
So he's coming, and yeah. he's he's brought alongside him Vasco Shot and uh, Katarina, I believe her name is, um, who I believe Vasco is. Shot. Yeah, Vasco Shot is one of the people from Impel Down. He picked up, obviously. Um, we don't know his powers yet, but we know that Katarina has like, I believe Nine Tailed Fox. Like her, that's her fruit. She has a mystical zoning. Uh, that's the Nine Tailed Fox. I don't know if you want to verify oh, that, Brian, shit. but I think that's what I remember it being. Um, but anyway, she's there. I thought she was like an impersonator, no? I think that's part of her abilities as a nine-tailed fox, you know? Yeah, because they could do that, too. Um, I'm I'm 99% sure she has a mythical zone of some sort, um, and I think it's the nine-tailed fox. But uh, that being said, uh, he pulls up, and I think he just, like, ignores the calm belt entirely. He just, like, goes straight through it and, like, brings with him kind of a swarm of Neptunians so oh shit yeah uh yeah they don't give a shit <laughs> uh, he pulls up and he's using his like white beard powers his quake quake fruit powers as he gets through the fucking calm belt yeah uh by the way yes it is uh the nine tail fox yeah <laughs> nice uh anyway wow, i didn't hold on so white beard used to be able to cut through the calm belt when he pleased no blackbeard's just crazy he doesn't give a fuck uh as far as i understand that's that's what happened because he just showed up and uh, the uh, i believe the amazon lily is kind of like close to the calm belt it is on it's actually on the calm belt uh so there's that um so yeah blackbeard's coming through he's fucking up marines left and right um Kobe is just like, ah, shit. I should have known that pirates would try to assimilate warlords. Um, but yeah, Boa Hancock comes out to the battle herself. Uh, as Blackbeard is like making his way onto the island, he notices uh, another uh, Lunarian child that has a PX tattoo on him. This is different mm. from the little girl that was in the forest. This is a different kid altogether. So, mm. you know. I think Blackbeard. Oh, I didn't notice that. I thought these were the same kid. Nah, it's a different kid. Um, this kid has a sword. He that looks suspiciously like Mihawk's sword. Now that I'm looking at it, it has like the big cross. And I'm starting to wonder something. I'll get to it at the end here. Um, mm. but yeah, they slice through, and you see that he uses the sword to slice through straight through the mountain on Amazon yes. Lily. So. It's starting to come together, something very interesting, considering what we find out at the end here. Um, but moving onward, uh, this kid goes directly up against Blackbeard. Uh, Blackbeard uses his black hole uh, from his dark, dark fruit. Um, and we don't know necessarily the fate of this kid quite yet. Um, as we move back to Boa Hancock, who is just uh, stoning dudes left and right. Uh, using her abilities, uh, Helmeppo is caught in the fucking crossfire. Uh, oh, Helmeppo got caught. I didn't even peep. Yeah. Uh, there's another. Oh yeah, there he is. I think there's another pacifista just hanging out somewhere. Uh, we don't know who this one is, but given I, I have a pretty good guess, given what we've already absorbed a little bit, the information we got. But um, the battle subsides. Blackbeard has defeated uh, Boa Hancock for the most part. Uh, she's He's basically just like holding her by her neck because he's fucking massive. Um, and he's larger than life is the word. Yeah, like, is the definitely. Um, 
and he's using his powers to negate uh, Boa's. Apparently, he came to this island specifically to get Boa Hancock's abilities, um, which is interesting, I, I think. Maybe he's planning to give it to somebody else, but uh, mm. apparently her abil- her abilities are useless without her beauty. So, you know, if she if she dies here, then that means, like, she won't be able to undo her people, and the marines that have been frozen will also be permanently uh, stoned. Mm. Um, Blackbeard then reveals an interesting amount of information here, where he, he notices Kobe in the back, and he's like, you helped me at the Rocky Port incident. Which is, wait, we don't know much about this incident. All we know is that this is the incident that also made war, uh, law a warlord. Um, so there's something, something happened at this fucking thing, but it had, I guess, something yeah. to do with toppling a guy named Wang Shi, uh, mm-hmm. and becoming the boss of Pirate Island, where we've seen uh, Blackbeard so far as his headquarters is this big, where we've seen Moria go and all that stuff. Um. Oh. So yeah, he basically asks him, like, "Hey, you think if I let her go, she'll play nice and turn my men back?" And Kobe's like, "Well, I need my people back too." And Boa Hancock tries to uh, cop a plea here and is like, "If you both leave without trouble, I'll I'll let your people go." And Blackbeard <laughs> is like, "Cap." <laughs> so not only do I not believe you, but that doesn't work. That's not enough for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I ain't come out here. Just to get my friend stoned and then turn right back. Yeah. Came here for something. Yeah. And he's like, well, I guess I'm just going to have to kill her. And, you know, Kobe's like, don't fucking do it. Uh, And I guess as Blackbeard is about to end Boa Hancock, a familiar face shows up to the island as well. It's motherfucking Rayleigh. Pretty cool. One of these. Right arm of the pirate king. Oh yeah, the, the Dark King himself, Silver Ray. Um, so you know the Dark King, Brian. Yeah, that's him. He's that's him. He's coming for your crown, bro. That is pretty edge. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, uh, he'll. I'll give him one of the one of the Queen Like how old were we when they said Dark King? Like 17. A while ago, yeah, we were like in high school when we, we see. We fr- yeah, that school. was. That was the those those are some edge days, man. I know we were like the dark king. It's the dark king. Yeah, that's all because of one word in front of King. Yeah. Uh but yeah, he pulls up and he's like he calls him Whitebeard's cabin boy. He's he's like yeah. He said, this isn't very... No respect for Blackbeard. Yeah, he said, this isn't very mature of me, but I've never liked you anyway. Um, So, basically, he's like, undo the petrification, Hancock. I'll mediate the situation. He pulls a fucking shanks, and he's like, there will be no more fighting today on this island. Um, so Yeah, he did pull a shanks. So, pretty fucking cool. Um, Is Blackbeard that afraid of, of Rayleigh? Really? Well... We'll we'll get into that in a few seconds because like the very next page, uh, we cut back to the present. Uh, everything seems to be okay, as okay as it could be when your uh, marine raided island is has just been basically like trampled over for the most part. Um, but yeah, we also learned that Shaki's there. Shaki's there with him, and it turns out she was the former pirate empress. Uh, she used to rule this place, which is kind of shocking. Uh 
we knew that Shaki was of some importance. I mean, she hangs out with Raleigh, so oh Rayleigh, so yeah, really. Just didn't know where exactly. She Are they had. a couple? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the implication. Maybe, maybe she left Amazon Lily to sail with uh, Roger. That's my guess. Is that she was on Roger's crew as well at some point, and uh, ever since, uh, it's been um, she's just been with them. Uh, but in any case, you know they talk about how um, the uh, seas prism stones just like make it unsafe for Amazon Lily for uh, you know in terms of getting uh, raided by the Marines anymore because um, now the Marines can travel there whenever they want. The calm belt is no longer really a deterrent for the Marines. With the with the sea paddle, yeah, uh... yeah, and the Marines have had that for a while now, so like that was an established thing from a while back. That's how they can get that they could get to the calm belt. Mm-hmm. They have like these ships designed with sea stone, sea prism stone at the bottom, that mm. makes their ships undetectable to Neptunians. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, so they basically are starting to think about like the P- the the pacifistas, the new models of the pacifistas that uh, they've been fighting against, and they figure that it's going to, they're going to be a replacement for the warlords uh, in more ways than one. Because as it turns out, one of the uh, one of the pacifista children in the forest apparently looked exactly like Boa, and we know that Blackbeard went up against one that had a giant sword. <laughs> and it was also a pacifista, so it looked like a girl, like another girl. It could be. Well, it could have just had long hair. Yeah, I mean, I think what. Well, yeah, I think obviously what they're doing is that they've somehow cloned the warlords into pacifistas as well. Ah, um, uh, the warlords themselves. Mm-hmm. That's why one of them looks like Boa, and that's why one of them was able to just cut the fucking mountain in half, basically. Yeah, you're right. So, I I guess that's yeah. that's what they're going for. And not only that, they seem to have fused them with the abilities of Lunarians, giving the the black wings and the fire on the back. So they all have that too. They're all like part Lunarian. So, um, t- OP children is what I <laughs> is what the yeah. military have created. Um, but the chapter ends with uh, another development. Um. The Marines are heading towards Egghead, which I believe is an island, maybe? Um, but, yeah, they basically say... They also revealed that uh, Kobe has been abducted by the Blackbeard Pirates, and his status is currently un-fucking-known. And- oh, Rayleigh clearly says that he would not have won against Blackbeard. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant, is that, like... Blackbeard wasn't necessarily afraid of Rayleigh. It's all it's Rayleigh and also everything else happening around them. That he tilts the situation completely out of hand. Yes, yeah. He he by himself kind of like made the situation untenable. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, which I think it's I think Ray, I think Rayleigh is also a pretty big deal. No, like, obviously, but... no, no. I'm not saying that to take away from Rayleigh. It's just, um, it is it is just exactly. taking. It is just kind of like taking ad- advantage of Blackbeard's cautious nature. I think Blackbeard is a lot as a very calculating person um, in general. Like he doesn't take risks. That even though he went through the calm belt, ah, eh, you know, 
calculated risk. How the fuck did he do that without getting eaten alive? I don't know. Oh, because the oh, island stone boats now. Well, the island is on the calm belt, so it's unavoidable. He was he. The only thing he could do was just like blitz it. Wait, wait, wait. Go. How did how did how did, Bo, how did Luffy get up out of Amazon Lily then? Because Boa is Boa as a member of the world government technically had one of those ships that allowed them to go back and forth. Oh, okay. And they went to Impel Down. He broke it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How you break into Impel Down? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but in any case. That's where the chapter ends. Josh, what did you think about this chapter? So, um, I enjoyed this chapter. I, it was really cool seeing Blackbeard again. Yeah, I know he's one of my favorite characters. Um, and he didn't disappoint, man. He he looked really cool. I mean, he did his signature uh, slam the ground and make a pool of darkness. <laughs> I liked it. It's epic. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it, and it's cool because he used it against that kid and kind of neutralized him. So he really ain't, you know, Blackbeard really is a problem. Like, yeah. I think know, that was just a funny it. sentence. What? <laughs> what I say? He had the power. It's like, when you use the context, it's like, he has the power to create earthquakes. He could create like a black hole and you used it against that kid. Yeah. <laughs> The power to create nah, tsunamis. That kid was going crazy. He took down that child. <laughs> that shit chopped the mountain in half. You see no Blackbeard's ch- face? He was it's, like, just oh, funny. Oh. it's just a funny sentence out of context. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, but it was crazy how pressed Blackbeard felt. And it's it's cool because I forget that his power makes it that he takes double the damage, right? Yeah. Like when he's using, I think when he's that's using the, it. I think that's the theory. Or like. The assumption going around is that because he absorbs everything, he even absorbs pain at a higher level than most people. Mm. Just all the time or while he's using the fruit? All the time. Wow. We don't know like the particulars. Like a glass cannon. I mean, he's, yeah. he's durable enough to take a slash. I mean, he'll from... live. I think he's durable, but the pain itself that he feels is just amplified. I see. It's really just a matter of it's just it's another edge thing, isn't it? He just feels it more, I guess. So it's just a, uh, it sucks. Uh, it's just, well, I like it. Yeah. Um, I don't really have any other thoughts. I'm really curious. I I don't I don't know what to make of the Kobe situation. I did want to hear about what you guys had to say, uh, Brian. Um. I like this chapter. Uh. Honestly, the Kobe thing, I wish we... I hope they get into the Rocky Port incident so that we actually, you know, have a better connection to it because right now it's kind of just like a... like an empty thing because when they mentioned the Rocky Port incident and all this shit, I was like, okay, that's cool. But, like, it wasn't really mentioned all that often and it's it's not really something that was made, like, made as a big deal. So... Hopefully it's funny get, you say that. I was just oh, hoping sorry. they would do like a, a flashback sequence. For some yeah. part. Yeah. I, I was going to say it's funny you say that because I was really hoping that you guys would know what they were referencing. Because I'm like, maybe I. I had no clue that. about it. I mentioned it before. Um, what it's, happened? It's not a. Oh, it's a thing you they. mentioned it last week. I mentioned it this week. Um, it's not something we've seen, but it's been an event that was mentioned 
it's uh something that happened in the time skip uh where i guess like we've learned more about what it was where it resulted in um blackbeard toppling a pirate boss that allowed him to take over the pirate island uh the basically the tortuga of this world if you know pirates of the caribbean very well um but uh, as uh, up until this point, all we've known about the Rocky Port incident was that it's the event that made Law a warlord. So whatever it, his involvement there, it ended up in him also becoming one of the seven warlords of the sea. So something happened, and uh, I don't know if we'll get into it. I don't know how necessary it is to get into it unless like there is a deep plot point outside of Blackbeard specifically going after pirate island and the reasons behind that i would think it would make sense that he would want an island to hide out where he can gather his massive fucking army crew so and he's in the new it's in the new world right the pirate yeah it's island. in the new world it's cool yeah i wonder if we'll go there maybe if we go there we'll find out maybe that's the island after elbaf is uh pirate island um it's so close to raft left though yeah that's funny who knows Brian, what did you Maybe that's Blackbeard like... isn't there, so I guess it would be interesting for Luffy to show up before him. Eh, yeah, maybe. Who knows? He probably went back, to be honest, after after Rayleigh scared him off here. Um, but yeah. I have a random thought. Yeah. Before you get into your overall thoughts, Chris. I wonder how Dragon feels about Blackbeard. <laughs> Not great. Probably, probably. He probably doesn't like him since he destroyed his base. Yeah. They're they're beefing for sure. Blackbeard launched an attack oh, on the Revolution. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blackbeard launched an attack on on the Revolutionary specifically. So you're right. I remember because that the, the dude used this wrestling man, Jesus, um, Jesus, Jesus Burgess. yeah, Burgos, Burgess, Burgess, Jesus, 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 <laughs> he like snuck on on someone's boat to get over there and turn shit up, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, he basically called Blackbeard over there to to fuck shit up. So, not on good terms, I imagine. Um No, but I'm saying why why would their interests misalign? They both hate the government, right? Well, who knows. Blackbeard is like well, is fundamentally anti-government, isn't he? Well, he's a, I feel like there's an ideological thing with dragon as per blackbeard is just kind of a criminal um i see so it's not necessarily yeah yeah, it's not like they their hate for the government is probably for different reasons um and uh dragon's not necessarily a pirate but then i don't know why he would have beef with i don't know we'll figure it out blackbeard i mean it's blackbeard that has the i mean blackbeard Blackbeard has just want his devil fruit that's also possible i mean that's also entirely oh. true. Blackbeard's just going around killing people, taking their devil fruits. So, who knows? I uh, wonder if Blackbeard has another person in his crew that we don't know about that he wants to give Hancock's fruit to. Yeah, I mean that's entirely possible. He could give it to he 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 can clearly give fruits away. He's taught his crew how to take powers, so. What? Oh, they know how to do it too? Yeah, because Jesus was after Sabo to take his flame fruit away. Maybe he just wanted to kidnap him so that... No, he seemed to know um, the method. He said, I'm going to take... He was like, I'm going to take your powers right here, Andres Rosa. When they were fighting for the first time. Yo, that's crazy. 
So there's got to be a method of some sort. Um, but I, I don't know. Brian, do you have uh, any other thoughts? Um, so it looks like the government made a Lunarian uh, Lunarian Warlord clones using Kuma as well. So that was pretty, pretty cool. Pretty interesting. Um, also, I think... I think the whole thing with Marco going to Shanks and them, I think that kind of confirms that Shanks probably isn't a villain. So there's that. Because Marco doesn't just fly around and fuck with anybody, you know? So I feel like that kind of keeps Shanks in the in the good guy category. Oh, Marco went to go to Shanks' ship? Yeah, he, he, took, he hitched a ride on Shanks' yeah. ship. And How did like, he know? How do y'all know that it was Shanks' ship? Because he... he was on it, and they were like, yeah. yo, Marco, you want to join the crew? Oh. And then he was like, nah, I'm too old, motherfuckers. I don't want to babysit y'all. Reread this again. Yeah, go back to page... Um... Shanks is old, too. The fuck? Ain't page two. Old? I guess they're still a generation Mar- before. Marco's older. Marco's older. Shanks and Whitebeard's crew are, like, the same. They're at the same level. Nah, but... Marco was around when, Bro- when oh. Roger was around. So no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, he's like right. fifty. Um, he's like no, because I remember Shanks being young when they fought against the Rocks Pirates, and Whitebeard was a part of that. Yeah, and he's older than Shanks. Who's Mar- older than Shanks? Marco. For sure. Marco was like a teenager when Shanks was like a kid. Yeah. So. Oh wow. I noticed that. Yeah. Uh, what did you say that they mentioned something about the last well, that I was going to go check oh, about him joining the crew? Oh yeah, I need to go back. Page two. That was before this Blackbeard stuff. Yeah. Um. Anyway, any more thoughts, Brian? Um. I'm kind of sad that Marco didn't at least join the Strawhead Alliance. <laughs> He'll probably pull I, up. I love him. <laughs> I love him. I love him for the for the straw hats. I think he's just he would be a great like addition to it. But yeah. he does have some overlap with responsibilities when it comes to Chopper and stuff. So he wouldn't be part of the main crew. But I just want him. I want him to be with the straw hats all the time. Yeah, I mean, you know, he'll probably pull up at some point. You know, I don't think this is the last we'll see of Marco. Um did this happen in the previous chapter where he's talking to Shang's crew? No, it just happened here. It's page two. Uh, but I guess in the meantime, I'll I'll get into my thoughts. Um, this was my RGC, I suppose. Uh, so one of these certified RGC, certified RGC, certified RGC. Yeah, I just um. I really enjoy these chapters. You know, we got uh, our first yeah. look at the outside world, really. Um, a more detailed look. And we got to see Blackbeard again. That shit was epic. Um, we got to see Boa Hancock do her thing. These pacifistas actually really kind of like were the reveal that made me be like, whoa, this chapter's crazy. Um, the fact yeah. that the government just like outlawed the warlords and then we're like, we made our own is the reason why. Um that is pretty crazy. Not only did we make them, 
we like that they have similar abilities to all of you, but they're also pacifistas and they're also lunarians. So also lunarian <laughs> for the aesthetic. Yeah, just uh just for the uh edge aesthetic uh of it all. So very cool. What is I wonder if these people with wings have anything to do with the Skypea people. That's what I was thinking. Um, because you know, Skypean people have wings. Yeah, there's gotta be some kind of a. I remember the Skypean people are important to the overall story. Oh yeah. They so are. the thing is, Lunarians are. It's possible because Lunarians were part of a really, really high place in 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 the world. Like they're part of like the what was it? They're on a mountain on top of the red line, aren't they? Yep. Or weren't they? Yep. They're just so, on yeah, top it's... of the red line, I think, in general. So it was, they were pretty high up there. So it makes sense for them to be like related to like Skypeans to some extent. Yeah. I mean, we also don't know how the Skypeans got up there. (laughs) You know, like who were the first Sky Island dwellers, you know? Probably Lunarians. Exactly. That's entirely possible. Um, Yeah. Minus the fire. Yeah. What was the fire thing about? About him being able to take damage or not take damage? Um, I don't remember what the fire thing was about, but I'm sure we'll get more clarifications on the Lunarian thing. That was a very timely introduction by Ulra, so they're obviously going to be way more important than, um, yeah, than initially thought. But yeah, I, I really like this chapter. I thought, you know, if there's a world building chapter of One Piece, I'm a simple man. I RGC it almost immediately. <laughs> uh, I'm easy that way, but, um, yeah, RGC just... for me as well. What? Brian, where do you stand? Sorry, not not for me. Um, not well. I love the chapter, but it's not my RGC. Wow. All right. Well, here you go, Josh. You get one. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Yeah, a lot of little reveals here. The stuff with Shocky was kind of cool. It's like a little world building thing. We finally get to see her significance in the past. Um, Rayleigh pulling up as badass as usual. Um, Blackbeard pulling up as badass as usual. It was even cool. To mega see badass. Me- ultra super double mega badass. Um, I fucking, yeah, it was great. This whole chapter was just great. <laughs> That's all I got to say about it. We, we've talked enough about it. Um, but yeah, are you guys, uh, are you guys, any rebuttals? Anything else to add? No, 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 no. Nope. All righty then. Negative. In that case, then uh, I suppose we can move on. Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, we don't have My Hero Academia today, so Jujutsu Kaisen would be next on the list. Um, I don't know where Josh went. Oh, I'll be right there. <laughs> but uh, he's supposed to be covering this one, so... I guess we'll vamp. Okay, guys. We are back with another chapter of Jujutsu. Yeah, I'm covering it. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. I'm passing it over to Josh. All right. As I was saying, um, we've got Jujutsu Kaisen, chapter number uh, 197, Sakurajima Colony, part seven. Uh, author Gigi Gege, sorry, Brian Gege Akutame, translator John Wery, and lettering by Sneer Aaron. Wow, a whole credits section, right. huh? A whole credits roll. <laughs> Don't you do that? No, but maybe oh. I should. 
Maybe we should. We get credit. Okay. So, um, last week we had Maki and Noritoshi. That's the dude with the blood arrows, in case I forgot. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were getting their asses whooped by the uh, cursed spirit, uh, formerly known as Naoya, mm-hmm. which is also Maki's brother. And Cousin. yeah, he, um, he gave Maki all she could handle. And not only did he hit her so fucking hard at the speed of sound or beyond the speed of sound. He hit her so hard that she lost confidence in herself. <laughs> That's a pretty hard hit. <laughs> yeah, that is a pretty hard hit, right? Yeah. Um, right? And they was getting their ass beat until two ancient sorcerers pulled up to make it a five-way free-for-all. Right? One of the sorcerers, Dido. He actually isn't a sorcerer, but uh, he knows how to whoop some ass anyway. Mm-hmm. As he was able to force pull Maki's sister soul, soul sister sword <laughs> um, over to his hand and carve up Nyoya, uh, making him very upset in the process. What, um, uh, sorry to cut me- you off. One note about that. Apparently, I think it, it, it mentions here that at some point that Maki threw it to him. So I guess he didn't force pull it. <laughs> I was right. Yeah, you were right. I was just thinking, I was like, why would she just throw it to a stranger? But I thought that's why everyone was so shocked. But it was it was the pressure. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, maybe. But uh, yeah, sorry to cut you off. I just wanted to do a little. Well, correction. whatever. Minor detail. Minor yeah. detail. That's all. Um. Well, regardless, he takes Maki's soul sword and without even uh, possessing cursed energy, starts carving Ayoya up. And um, while Maki is witnessing this this incredible feat, uh, she gets caught up in uh, Mio's simple domain. Mio's one of the other sorcerers who is a sumo fanatic and will has been searching for anyone any to wrestle with. Any person any alive. Any fucking person that would agree. <laughs> Anybody with um, a pulse. Yeah. But like I said, Mio catches... Um, Maki in, into the domain with its only condition being that if the person agrees to a sumo wrestling match, they become locked in and there's no other, I guess, restrictions or conditions. Involved. Yeah. I just wonder what right? would happen if the person loses. Like, if you lose in the- sumo in his simple domain, do you just fucking die? No, I think that's it. You just lost. It just, his simple domain just creates a barrier. Hmm. Where apparently, where, where apparently time flows much faster, and it takes about a thousand matches in less than one minute. Yeah, of real time, crazy shit. Anyway, so you know she gets caught up in there. Maki gets caught up. Uh, you know, Maki, well, Maki agrees to sumo wrestling. You know, with them in the first place, because you know she's. Feeling a little lost in this world, and she's not pussy. So, yeah. Um, and then, uh, through the guidance of Mio and the artist Sumo, Maki smells light, achieves enlightenment, and liberates herself. Now, we are back to the chapter at hand for this week. How, how's that for a recap? Pretty good recap, okay. bro. You get right. one of these. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks. <laughs> okay. So, right, we continue with uh, Maki busting out of this barrier after 1,000 sumo matches that I'm assuming she won. If not most of them, definitely the more recent ones to have Mio looking like his ass was whooped. 
Um, but he's excited because someone finally wrestled him. But Naoya um, doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> he doesn't care about Mio. He doesn't care about Mikey's development. He doesn't care about Dido's cheesy smile. He doesn't give a fuck about none of that. He said, I'm going to fly around and be fast. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. Right? So, you know, Toshi is frightened again because the last time he seen that happen, he almost seen his friend die. <laughs> and they, and, and um, as far as he's concerned, they have no solution for this. <laughs> so, um, you know, they, uh, Dido and, and, and Mio kind of take stand next to each other and they're just like, I want to hurt him some more. And this guy's like, I just want to do more sumo with anyone. Yeah, any Anybody. Anybody. Yeah. No? Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. And, you know, Noritoshi's like, are they cooperating? Like, who the fuck are they? So, they, so you know, he asks them, like, who are they? And, he's and you know, Dido gives the the sage samurai uh, answer with, it doesn't matter who we are. I hold a katana and I cut what I want to cut. Others can think what they want about me. <laughs> what a saunder soul. Um, Mio's just like, I want to wrestle that girl more in the most platonic sense possible. Yes. And uh, <laughs> and then he asked the samurai guy if you, uh, if you wanted to wrestle, which he's like, no. Um, <laughs> so then so she's like, just watching them, and he's like, wow, you were asking dumb questions. That girl got ahead of me. And we see what Dido was talking about, because Nayoya is screaming why. Like, why can't... He's like, I should be overwhelming you with speed. Why can't I catch you? Because Maki developed, nigga, because she fucking grinded and leveled up and went through a mini-training chapter arc thing. Yeah, yeah nigga. You're you know dealing... what time it is. You're dealing with you a see clear how you, you watch it happen once, you're going to watch it happen again. Yeah. <laughs> that's what your curse... That's what, that's what your curse is really about, bro. To forever deal with this. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, Maki's just chasing this nigga and dodging him and anticipating his movements as he's trying to fly around and beam into her like a missile. And um, she's just thinking to herself, like, wow, I'm so relaxed now. Observation hockey is actually fucking lit. Yeah. And yes, the light tastes good. Um <laughs> Nah she Nah, for real though. She's um she actually I'm gonna break this down and I I'm gonna talk about this a little bit more in my thoughts later. But she's she says how like how everything she was doing, she was measuring uh against Toshi Fushigoro, which is uh you know, Megami Fushigoro's dad, the guy with heavenly restriction that mm-hmm. fucked up. Go, go, go. <laughs> Never forget. Never forget. Um, yeah. But she's she was really compared to herself to to him because he was the only person, only other person to measure herself up to with heavenly restriction. And then even with the katana guy, you know, she looked at him in amazement, but really with not envy, but with like I don't know what the word would be, but like the wants, like wow, like I'm lacking what he has. Yeah. But she. You know, like, but as the words show in the chapter, she's like, that person would have went, would have reached that height. That person would have thrown the katana. That person would have been able to handle everything at that height. Like, you know, she can't, she's keep, she gets measuring herself up to, like, like we said, Toshi Fushigoro, just a more powerful version of what she believes she should be. And 
you know, she comes to the realization that it's not enough to be like everyone else and that, you know, something only she can see, something only that other person could see that exists. And like I said, I'm going to break, I'm going to break down my thoughts about that a little bit more uh, Mm -hmm. in a few, but um, Naomi thinks he has her, but we all know he doesn't. Nope. (laughs) Fucking missed. Hard, bad miss. You missed. Yeah, she does, you admit it, nigga, because she fucking nice. touched the air molecules and shit. She used airwalk. She used that thing from One Piece. Yeah. She's a One Piece character now. That's what happened. She <laughs> she has she has hockey and and that Sanji CPO uh, shit. Yeah, um Skywalk. Skywalk. I said airwalk. I was close. Yeah, she's like she can touch molecules now, which I mean I guess we all can touch molecules, but she's aware mm-hmm. that she is. There's a completely different level to this shit. Um, so with that, I guess she's able to just kind of. I, I, I think she has airwalk. I think she could jump off of like pockets of air and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she's saying that she could sense him through it. Whatever. She's awakened something, and now he's being her. And now Nayo's getting his ass whooped. I know how it goes. Um, he punches him down to the ground. Um, and he's like, "Oh, I'm a cursed spirit. Hit me without cursed energy, all you want. I'm. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Which I, I thought it mattered, but I guess not. And then uh, the Kappa guy hits him with a, a sumo headbutt. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, Jushi. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which is like that same move that uh, E Honda uses. Yeah, the headbutt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. EX headbutt is crazy. Um, right." Oh, he's getting hard, dude. So he got punched down by Maki. <laughs> the the sumo man, uh, Mio, hits him with his special sumo headbutt. And then your man died on Pose follows up with cutting his head off. Which is crazy because you had to really guess where his head was at because it's not super clear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But Wait. he finds a way. And he gets upset. And he's like, you know, he the, 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 the parts... Oh, right, he got slashed out and started to heal back. And Maki just kicks his head right the fuck off. And he's like, impossible, 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 impossible. Why? Why do I feel the pressure that I felt when I seen Toji Fushigoro? The one who should stand with him is me. I guess he really, I guess he super admires Toji. I missed that part. Yeah, he does. He does, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or at least he was like really intimidated by him. Right, right, right. Which in turn made him admire him because he's fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I knew it. Well, he, we, we see uh, out of the out of the um, removed husk of the of uh, of of the cursed spirit, we see a more humanoid version that that mirrors Nyoya much more, uh, reaching himself out of the cocoon, cocoon. like a fucking cocoon. We all called him Metapod. We all called him a Metapod. Kakuna. 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 All the other fucking... Cocoon Pokemon. Cocoon Pokemon. All of them niggas. They all... That's what they... This This is for them. Shout out to Cocoon Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, and he screams domain expansion. Oh, yeah. Did I forgot Curse Bears could do that. <laughs> yeah. Yo, he's gonna turn them into a movie. With like, you're gonna turn them into film reels. Yeah, yeah. 
do stuff like that <laughs> or whatever. I can't wait. Yep, that was Jujutsu Kaisen. All wedding. Did I give an alternate? I don't have an alternate title this time. No, you don't. You didn't. Have, you didn't give it one. I didn't give it one. No. Nope. Right. Okay. <laughs> Christian Espinal, what are your thoughts? Uh, very, very close second for me. I mean, you know me. Last week, I loved that chapter. Um, I it it One Piece edited it out a little bit for me this week just because. The world building aspect is something I've been waiting for forever from One Piece. So, you know, I wasn't I wasn't not going to give it a little RGC love there. But, man, I mean, this is an honorary for me. Uh, I thought this was great. Uh, seeing Maki just kind of like uh, just live in the moment and be happy. Like a lot of what she's saying here about being somebody else is, again, very tied to her character. She's always been compared to Mai, to Naoya. She's been compared to a bunch of people. And she's always had that. I guess for lack of a better term, envy for people who were accepted by the Jujutsu world because she was so mistreated as a result of not having cursed energy. Um, but it's good to see her finally embrace being herself because uh, we all know this. Maki is fucking awesome. Uh, yes. Easily one of the best characters in this series. So it's cool to see her thrive and shine. Um, be able to fucking notice the differences in temperature and air density. You know, just... Uh, it just speaks of enlightenment uh, to just kind of like it's this like kind of avatar Buddhist type mentality. Yeah. Just like being able to like see everything, feel improving everything. by understanding. Right. Right. Yeah. Just being calm, chill and being assured, assuring yourself and who you are. Sondersoul. You love to see it. Sondersoul. <laughs> yeah. Love to see it. And having Mio and Dido come in with the fucking triple team is pretty badass as well. Um, the whole thing with cursed energy, uh, with you know, hit me without without cursed energy all you want, is that it doesn't actually matter. Uh, Maki's attacks don't necessarily hurt Naya because she's still technically not using cursed energy. Um, but what about when she punches his fucking face in? Like it doesn't hurt him. It's just because inconveniencing him. It's, it's, he doesn't feel it really. It's pushing him away. It's like beating, it's like pushing him away and stuff, but it's not actually causing him any lasting harm. Right. It's not, it's not exercising. Right. Because, you know, if anybody could do it, anybody would be able to fight cursed spirits. But, you know, uh, she'd be more effective if she was just slashing at him with, uh, my, with the my sword. Um, hmm. but, yeah, for now, she's just clowning him. Just like, even without cursed energy, just knowing that if she did have cursed energy, he'd probably be finished by now. Uh, it, it's uh, pretty cool to see. He's It's just frustrating him. And then, you know, we have Mio coming in. He's an actual sorcerer with cursed energy, and that's why his attack in particular kind of hurt him. Um, yeah. And Dido, of course, has the Mai Sword, so he's able to affect and give physical damage to him. Um, but, yeah. Fucking cool. As usual, Jujutsu Kaisen fucking crushing it week to week. For sure. You already this know. This was such a close... I, I, I had to give it to One Piece. Yeah. Of the strength of it being a world-building chapter that I did enjoy. Yeah. I'm going I'm to throw this off to Brian. Brian, what did you think about this chapter? This is my RGC. 
Of course it is. Uh, hold on, let me play it for you. This is Brian's really good chapter of the week. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed this chapter, mainly because of the message that it sent. Um, the the action, of course, was great, and I just in I really enjoyed like the self empowerment thing because it's. Maki has always been playing the character that's always trying to catch up, that's always trying to be on the same level as everybody, even though she physically couldn't. Like, she was always the underdog in her own mind. Like, she never came into a situation thinking that she had the upper hand, ever. So this moment of, like, you know, self-realization and, um, and kind of understanding that she's special in her own right now like she can do things that like like she said uh she was always trying to see through other people's eyes but now she has something that only she can see that is something she has abilities that only she can do and she's kind of limiting herself by always trying to play catch up with everybody around her now she's in her own category so it, it's nice to see her finally, like, you know, embrace who she is and what she can do. And it was just such a, a, a beautiful way for um, Akutami to kind of put it. Um, the way that he kind of described it didn't even come off as cheesy either. Because it, it looked like she was literally liberated from it. Like, yeah. when you see Maki fight before this chapter she's stoic she's she's like serious she's like focused but here she seems happy she seems free she seems liberated and i i really enjoyed the way he he handled this chapter um i just wonder what more she can what what more she's going to be able to do it's going to mm -hmm. be really really exciting i i love this those are my thoughts josh what did you think well yeah, I'll get into my thoughts. I got a couple of things that stand out. So there was a moment um, in the issue that brought me back to something that happened with me and my friend a long time ago. So it was when Maki was, you know, going full freedom, uh, full liberation warrior. Like she's getting her Nico on. And um, Naoya is like, why? Yes. Can I <laughs> Like, why can't I catch you? I'll speed you. Like, I, I should be able to violate your shit. Like, what's going on? Why can't I catch you? Like, I just got you, like, five minutes ago. What the fuck? <laughs> Literally. Um, and that moment reminded me of something that happened when I was playing uh, the game 2K on uh, with my friend Serena, right? I, You know, I had pulled up to his crib. He was just chilling. And I was, we was playing, like, 2K... 15 or 16 one of those right and i'm using i'm using the Cavs when they have lebron kyrie and like kevin love and um he was using i want to say like the magic or he was using a bum team basically so we playing and you know i don't own the game i'm not really good but i know a little bit about what i'm doing and he's actually really good at the game but for some reason, I still believe that I was supposed to be beating him because I was using the better team. And like, I'm down by like 18 points after two quarters. And I just have a moment where I'm like, 
Yo, what the fuck? I'm supposed to be baby styling these niggas. What's going on? Like, he just looked at me. It was like, like it's a game. Like, it's not real. It's not actually LeBron James playing. Man, I just, I just feel like I felt Nyoya. Yeah, I, I did. We've all been Nyoya at and some Brian, point. You gotta up your gate or something. This is killing me right now. Yeah. yeah. How it's not killing you is killing me further. <laughs> it is. I, you didn't hear it the whole time? Yeah, I did hear anyway. it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, aside from that silly story, um, I thought this... I feel like if I had something better to say, I might have given this to RGC because I'm such a show-off. But I, I, I did think that um, this was a super profound chapter for what they were trying to get across. And, um, you know, I, I looked at it in a couple ways. Like, you know, with, with, with Maki, I just feel like in general, right? Not just for her. Like for us and for people in life, right? Like there's nothing wrong with, I guess, like modeling yourself after someone that you think is successful or that you admire. Or for whatever reason, you want to emulate them, right? That's... That's a normal thing, and that's healthy, and that's what you have to do to, you know, sometimes improve in certain areas of your life. But you know, it's it's always important um, to to it's always important to understand that you know we're all fundamentally unique, right? Like, there's nothing that anybody could ever do or say to take away the fact that we are all one of one, you know. And just off of that alone, we each have something that we could bring to the world that's unique. You know, and I'm not saying, like, that's, obviously this pertains to Maki liberating herself as far as being a fighter. But that's, the, that's I feel like, when, like, when you look at the context of how she grew up, she grew up with that complex of that, you know, she... Like, yeah, she knew she wanted to surpass even other sorcerers and make her own path, et cetera, et cetera. But she always knew the measuring stick were her fellow sorcerers in her own family, nonetheless, who were super duper strong. So she always had a complex of not being a sorcerer and then always having to be stacked against the most powerful. Mm -hmm. So this was, as you know, you hinted to that, Brian, and also you as well, Chris, earlier. But this was a huge moment for Maki, and it took me two reads to kind of really respect the impact of it. Yeah. Cause I thought it was a nice message initially, I guess, but I didn't ever actually, I really appreciate it for Maki. And I guess my only, the only thing I, I, I wish had been done different was for us to get a little bit more time with Maki. I won't lie. I feel like Jujutsu Kaisen felt kind of rushed mm. up until the, the, the Shibuya arc? Is that the main one? The really big one? Yeah, where, that's the big one. Mahito, uh, like, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that, that, that that's inherent, like it was inherently bad or nothing like that. I'm just saying I feel like he could have took a little bit more time to flesh out certain characters and give a little bit more of like a day-to-day feel with the school life. But that could just, you know, that's just my opinion. I'm not going to go over this again like I do with my hero. So, yeah, I'll say that. Uh, I'll regardless, say I still felt the effect, the impact emotionally for Maki, regardless of that. But what were you going to say, Chris? Yeah, I'll say this about, like, Jujutsu High is not like a regular school, I guess. And uh, Yeah, you're right. They only <laughs> have, like, three people in the class. Yeah, there's, there's only three people per year. You know, like, it's like, 
you know, Maki, Panda, and um, uh, Toge, I think his name is, the, the speech kid. Um, yeah. And in Itadori's class, it's him, Megumi, and, and was Nobara. So, and the seniors were Hikari, uh, Hikari, uh, Okotsu, and somebody else. Oh, no, wait, or unless, like, Okotsu is actually Maki's age. So he'd be in their class at this point. But yeah, it's a very, it's not a traditional school where they have like a school life for the most part. Um, well, they could have went on more missions. Oh yeah, I agree. I, I agree. But um, it's interesting. I'm actually like, I casually peek into Jujutsu Kaisen while I'm like sitting around a how around the house. I haven't finished my, my hero uh, read through yet, but Jujutsu Kaisen would be next on the list. Um, yeah, I can reread Jujutsu Kaisen. It's not oh. bad. It's great. I, I'm, I'm going to do Chainsaw Man before that, but... Yeah, I have Chainsaw yeah. Man as well. That's going to be after Jujutsu. It was just such a fun read. I got to do it again. Yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah, DJ. sorry to cut you off. Uh, I think that's... I no, you good. I rebuttal on that one. Um, um I'm going to I'm gonna wrap up my thoughts. Um, Kind of... Oh, I had a line I, that I want to share with you guys, you know? Um, Ooh, a line. All right, all right how are we all finding this? Be yourself, learn from others, create your own conclusions. Hmm. Where's that from? That's what I took away. Huh? I oh me. I, oh, I said that. Oh original Josh quote. Yeah, original quote. Be yourself. Learn from others. Learn from others and life. And then also create your own conclusions. You know what? I think you've transcended uh, Tank Top God. You're the Tank Top Sage. Yes! (laughs) Words of wisdom. Definitely. Uh, Yeah, that is definitely the moral here. I wish I had a light shining down on me. Yeah. I got the the sacred light of the Master Sword that I always forget to turn on. (laughs) Can y'all see the light? No. I I saw it. You can see the light. I saw it a little bit. I saw it a little bit. I know it's on. Sounds... It's, you can see it's bluish. Yeah. It's on. Yeah, it's on. It's on. I'm a sage now. Let's go. Look at you. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I did want to wrap up that thought, though. Um, So as far as the author goes, right, mm-hmm. I feel like this is a message he's also subtly shown. And let's be clear here. We've seen this plenty of times. You see this all the time in series where characters who are the most chill and relaxed and carefree are super duper strong. It's not a coincidence, you know what I'm saying? This is like a pattern of thought, um, but which is true. But I wanted to point out that even though like Toji and um, Daido are like you know more immediate examples of that strength being exhibited through people's like confidence and 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 understanding of themselves and the world or whatever, I think we've seen it as early as Yuji Itadori, you know, because he's a natural. Now, granted, he's like he has like superhuman strength and endurance and all of that for a regular human being. Um, but well, that well, comes actually, that comes directly actually, from a Kenjaku. Yeah, thing. yeah so, that's a Kenjaku. Well, thing. That aside, that right, right, I know <laughs> Kenjaku. Um, aside, Kenjaku. <laughs> aside from that, um, you, it, it's just funny because the swordsman fought this guy blind. You know what I'm saying? And was wilding. And in Itadori's first interaction with a cursed spirit, he's blind to it and still fights it. You know? 
And that paired along with like his like his just knack for picking up the new abilities because he's always been like carefree. I mean, he has things he cares about, but he doesn't. He's not insecure. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> he's he 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 has he doesn't have those same pressures nearly as much as someone like Maki. So it's it's. I just thought it was cool. I thought it was a cool little example, like the fact that Itadori was always kind of like that from the beginning, even before learning Jujutsu sorcery. And the fact that he was fighting blind. Mm-hmm. So it was just, I don't know, was, I want to say it's full circle. Just interesting ad- little details. Yeah. I could pull those out from the story too, Chris. Look at you. Yeah. It's the fucking sage right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any further thoughts. I thought this was a great chapter, as per usual, for Jujutsu Kaisen. Fucking killing it every week, obviously. Always an RGC Definitely. contender week to week. So Always, always. Always. Uh, but yeah, if there's any more, uh, are there any more rebuttals before we move onward? Yes, no? Nope, I'm good. Alright, well, let's move onward. Black Clover. This is Black Clover, chapter 337, the, uh, whereabouts. Uh, Time out. Totally random. But rest in peace to PNB Rock. Oh. He was uh, shot and killed in a robbery yesterday. I know, I saw. Yeah. I know, kind of random. I should have said it at the beginning. Yeah. I didn't want to forget at the end, so. Yeah. Rest in peace, bro. Rest in peace. I like girls who like girls, too. That was one of his songs. (laughs) I like girls who like girls. Black Clover. Yeah. This is Black Clover, Chapter 337, Whereabouts. Uh, last we left off, things were looking pretty dire. Um, th- to uh, say the least. Yeah, the Wizard King turns out to be an evil man. Um, <laughs> he has uh, he has two souls. <laughs> turns out. Turns out. Uh, <laughs> he seems to have uh, two personalities, two souls dwelling within one body. It's uh, the Julius we all know. And there's Lucius, uh, who is the fucking asshole villain of this arc. Um, and he's going around turning people into angel people to, uh, bring down a whole new, uh, bring a whole new world where there are people with only magic on some Kenjaku shit. Um, (laughs) there will be no people who have no magic in this world. Um, and you know, only jujutsu sorcerers only. And, uh, he's, given an ultimatum basically to the captains of the uh, Clover Kingdom uh, that there will be a massive holy war in seven days. Um, so it's... Either get down or lay down. Basically. In seven days, though. Not now. seven days. Yeah. So, yeah, they're just thinking about what to do because he also disappeared Asta and totally murdered him for sure. He's dead for real. Uh, so the other captains are trying to figure out what to do. You know, vows to take down, uh, Lucius in Asta's stead. And, uh, yeah, we were picking up where we left off, uh, at the Black Bulls headquarters. The Black Bulls are, you know, doing Black Bull shit, fighting, you know, Luck is fighting Magna. Uh, yeah, shit's happening. Black, Black Clover stuff. Um, and Noct pulls up and... He basically breaks the news that Asta is more than likely dead. 
Uh, so all of the black bulls are like, what? No way. And, um, Noctis like, it doesn't matter how anybody feels about it. It won't change the facts. That said, I still, no matter how much I focus on reality, I still can't believe that guy's dead. Not when I haven't seen his corpse. And, uh, obviously the rest of the black bulls fucking echo that sentiment. And they're like, there's no way Asta's dead. All at the same time, uh, in true black clover fashion. <laughs> Everybody simultaneously has to yell their belief in Asta. <laughs> it's yeah! Like, yes! At the same exact time, they have to say the exact same words of affirmation towards Asta. Um, so, there's no way Asta's dead. Wait, can we time that? So we can all three of us say there's no way Asta's dead, just like in the manga? Okay. All right, one. So, so. There's no way pause Asta's dead. Okay. There's no way pause, pause Asta's, Asta's dead. dead. All right. Three, two, one. There's, There's no, no way, way Asta's. Oh, Asta's shit. Dead. I yeah, fucked up. Well, that's why I'm not a black bull. Hold on. Three, <clears throat> two, one. There's, There's no, no way, way Asta's, Asta's dead. dead. Jesus. He's silent. <laughs> It's really hard. We're also vegetable people. We're trying to do this over Zoom. Maybe we should do that when we meet up again. <laughs> um, yeah, but if the cats permit it. Yeah. Oh, the cats will permit it. <laughs> the cats will permit it. We uh, we're on the road to a very special episode, so the cats better permit it. Um, yeah. In any case, uh, yeah. So they all. Say yeah again together. Can we say that at least? <laughs> Can we go three, two, one, yeah? Okay, okay, okay. Right. Three, two, one. Yeah! yeah! That was still off, but it's all right. No, we made it right on time. I have to, you know what I have to do? I have to stop myself from saying it till I hear you guys say it, and that's when I say it. Oh, okay. That's, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. At least you're acknowledging it's your fault. It is my fault. Well, it's not my fault. I nailed it. All right? You guys can't hear it. I hear it through the cans. I got it. Anyway. So, yeah. Noct is like, then it's unanimous. Let's go find that moron. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of said moron, Asta yeah. wakes up. And he is in this Japanese-style house. Um... And he's just chilling until someone that looks suspiciously like Charmy just walks in uh, and just drools water into a cup. Uh, ew. And yeah, yeah it turns out that uh, there's this other guy who's in this room this whole time and is like, haha, she's a tea serving Ocha Ami doll. How are you feeling, Asta? And we see a guy that looks a lot like Yami. With an Uber, eye patch Uber on. like Yami. Yeah, with an eye patch on. And he's like, who are you? How do you know my name? And he notices that his wounds have healed up. Um, and he said, did you do this? And he's like, no, I didn't do this. Um, so he, uh, Asta asks about Lieb. Lieb is currently being fixed up by whoever this guy's name is. Friend. So far, we'll, we'll find out what his name is. Um but uh yeah he seems to know about devils so he's like who are you uh i are you a friend of charmy's he's like nah i've never met the little glutton i know yami though we were pals when we were kids and he's like whoa 
and he starts noticing that uh, his and Yami's key is similar. Um, so he hasn't seen Yami since they were like 13. Because as we know, Yami drifted onto the Clover Kingdom a long time ago. Um, By accident? I forget the reason. It was it was talked about a long time ago. Uh, I have to do a read-through of Black Clover, to be honest. Because uh, a lot of stuff is like being brought up from the past, and I don't remember it. We'll see what I can do. Um, Reread a Black Clover. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I would not mind doing if that. If you ever wanted to know how Christian looks and sounds when he's lying. No, no, I wouldn't mind doing it. I read like the first chapter a while back. I started. Do you believe in Brian? Yeah, he believes. What'd you say? <laughs> you yes. So yeah. Anyway. So yeah, uh, this guy is just like talking about how um, you, he basically knows everything that happened to Asta at the Clover Kingdom from getting his heart broken by the sister, and uh, and just getting fucked up by Lucius. Uh, so and whipped, yeah, and whipped. Um, so Asta's like, How do you know that? He's like, Oh, it's nothing, I just see stuff with my cool eye patch eye, and my eyes, I can read your mind, yeah, it's totally not invasive. <laughs> and my eyes telling me now that if you even if you go back, you can't win. You know what, you need a training arc, but anyway, uh. So he says, you can't get by back by yourself anyway. And um, this girl gets up that looks a lot like Nero. Uh, gets yeah, up. Yeah, she does. Opens the door. And uh, it turns out Asta has been uh, transported to the land to of Wano. Wano. Yes, uh, yes, Brian. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Yeah. So I guess Black Clover's in his Wano arc now. Yes. <laughs> yes. We thought it was over, but now we have more Wano. Let me ask you guys, full, for sure, for sure, no cap, all right? If one piece, if their boat did a fucking U-turn and said, oh, shit, we had to do all this other stuff in Wano, and we have a whole nother Wano arc, how would you guys feel about that? I don't know. Would you so be accepting? Happy. It's got to be, be like, give me more Wano. It's got to have a good reason. I'll tell you what. It's a decent read. How about it? It's a decent read. I mean, like chapter for chapter, is still quality. Hey man, the reason is just I'll follow a little bit short of good. I'll follow Oda wherever, dude. Just take, Same. just take me wherever Same. you needed to go, dude. Pretty much. It could have been any any combination of words and sentence, and if after it it said, <laughs> "Will you continue to still read One Piece?" I'd be like, "Yes." Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway. Uh, Asta's in Wano, or as they call it here, the land of the sun. Uh, Japan? Japan! Or, or, or parody. Mm. Oh, but we're not going to go there. Because Josh <laughs> is an extremist. All right. I, <laughs> I never said that. I never said that. Chris never said that. He never even applied anything. <laughs> Uh, yes, Brian. I know you have thoughts on this chapter. Well, first of all, let's finish this. This guy's name is Ryuya Ryudo. He's the shogun. I thought it was Odin, man. He's the shogun of this place. And uh, he says, since you're here, get yourself more power right here, right now. Hmm. 
Trading arcs. I like just like that, man. I'll tell you what, Black Clover has been very straightforward about all the shonen tropes they're gonna hit this with <laughs> in this arc. Zero shame, none. He's like, you know what time it is. We're doing yeah, this. Yeah, thing. yeah. Tournament uh, arc training. Yeah, we're doing a tournament arc. We're, I mean, we're doing a fucking training arc, and then it's gonna be a big battle at the end. You know what time it is. This is shonen, but uh, but first is our wino arc. Yeah, so uh, let's get into uh, your thoughts, Josh. What did what did you think about this chapter? Oh, it was a cool chapter. I don't really have that much to say. I had a lot of fun talking about it, but it was cool to read. I'm interested in Wano, in Black Clover Wano, and um, I wonder why this Nero lookalike has such an attitude. Because Nero has an attitude. <laughs> ah, yes. You forget? Nero also Women in Black Clover are either super kind, Mariliona, yeah. or Sundere. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's really two speeds. They're either Sundere or it's really Mimosa or Noel. And Mariliona. No, that's why I said kind. It's either kind. It, this three is kind, Sundere, and Mariliona. Yeah, but Mariliona is the only one like that, though. That's why I said Mariliona. She's like a breed in her own. She's her own category. Yeah. Category. She's still female. Well, we're right? saying as a whole, right. you know, there's only one of Marileona. So it almost the other every other woman in Black Clover is either Noel kind of or Mimosa. And there's no like spectrum. They're one or the yeah. other. I guess Charmy's different. Mm, yeah. Charmy's a but little different. Sheep, so. Yeah. She simps for, you know, though, but she's not a Sundare about it. True. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh yeah, go for, uh continue your thoughts. I don't I have no idea what Oscar's gonna learn. Maybe he's gonna learn some actual sword technique, so it'll be like kind of cool in that way. Oh, maybe it's uh, learn a new power up. Maybe it's like, armament hockey. Maybe it's Ryo hockey. <laughs> yeah. I'd be I'd be so for it. <laughs> I really would. Imagine. Yeah. Like like uh 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 the, the author, what's his name, but for Black Clover, it's like in the editor's notes. Hey guys, by the way, we are officially crossing over with uh, Oda's One Piece. Your yeah. anti magic, your anti magic isn't piercing through their skin. <laughs> it's anti magic that pierces with. You it. must learn the color of armor. <laughs> But, nah, yeah. um, no, nah, it was a cool chat. I'm looking forward to what happens next week. What can I say? Yeah. Is it on next week? Yeah, it is. I Black Clover almost never takes breaks. Jujutsu yeah, Kaisen. When it took its hiatus, I was so surprised. Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu on Kaisen's break, on break. I'll give it but, an X for next week. Yeah, but in any case, uh, if those were all your thoughts, I guess we could throw it to Brian. Yeah. For the first time, I don't know if this guy looks cool. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Is the audience is this the audience VGC? No, tied. Oh. What? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad I ain't put no lines to the other series. I was about to do I mean, Black Clover. Black Clover has been automatic at this point. <laughs> Constantly RGC. Of What's the it audience. tied with? It's tied with uh, our very next chapter that we're talking about. Oh shit. Wow, I need to make a, a a symbol for like a tie. Circle. All right, I'll figure it out. I or triangle. I usually write A for audience. I have an initial for each of us in the yeah. category. 
I'll yeah. show you guys later. Uh, yeah, Black Clover and uh, Undead Unluck tied uh, with 38% of the vote each. Uh, One Piece comes in at in technical second place, and Jujutsu Kaisen came in in third. <laughs> Which I don't know. You uh, people have to vote more. <laughs> there, Black Clover fans will. I mean, fight. obviously, the best series always wins. I mean, obviously, obviously. right, Brian? Um, you know what? Unironically, unironic, it, it's always better than My Hero, so it's okay. Whoa! As long as My Hero doesn't win, then we're good. Mm. Doesn't deserve it, bro. Nothing Man, my hero's not even Only here. Only Black Clover deserves it. You don't got to do that. My hero's not in today. Let it have a break. Let Horikoshi enjoy his week off. Can yeah. Horikoshi give me a fucking break from the mediocrity? How about that? He did. This uh, week. How about... you, you, yeah, but you know what I mean. You guys are acting like those chapters weren't fire until that whole Bakugo thing happened. I'm acting like this guy's an asshole, Brian. That's how the fuck I'm acting. I'm acting like... Like this guy doesn't want to fucking write his series anymore, and he's taking out, taking it out on us. Like we fucking, we us in America, we ain't do nothing to you. We embraced you, Horikoshi, with open fucking arms. Look at that. Why are you putting? Look at what, that. what the fuck is this shit, bro? Why is he catching strays? Can you get off his dick right now? He's not even here. <laughs> you know, what, Brian, because you said it that way, I I, I will hop off his nuts. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll relax. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, you guys. It's not fair, man. You gotta wait for him to be here at least before. It's just not fair. But I guess if Brian is done with his thoughts on Black Clover, for those of you who don't know, Brian started reading Black Clover with the return chapter, three hundred and thirty-five chapters in. Uh, three hundred and thirty-three chapters in is the first chapter of Black Clover that Brian's ever read. So. If you want him to read the rest of the series, comment. Make then, a poll. Then he'll have to. Do, oh, I'll make a poll, Brian. <laughs> make a poll. <laughs> if he if, if if the poll wins, I'll keep the poll up for three days. If the poll is overwhelmingly yes, will you read Black Clover from the beginning? Yes, I will. All right. I'm overwhelmingly yes. Ninety oh. percent or more. I mean, it's got to win, bro. It's like, obviously... As long as, it, as long as the yes poll wins, I will read it. Okay, that's what he said. Okay. All right. He said it, he said it here. It. He said it right he here. So it. follow us at New Jump City on Twitter. Get in that poll. I'm making it tonight, bro. <laughs> I'm going to vote, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder if Brian... No, that's vote. not fair. That's not allowed. <laughs> We're, you guys are not allowed to vote. Well, Brian, it doesn't well, matter. you, too. You guys, the audience, can, but these these chuckle fucks can. <laughs> well, I gotta be a chuckle fuck, Brian, because I wanted to see you read Black Clover. That's crazy, man. That is crazy. because no, you're Brian. part of the show. It's like having the president vote for himself. He, they can. I mean, right? It's like can the president like vote having, for himself? It's like having the baker eat his own cake. They do. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> Hold on. Right, Google if you're that. the producer of this show. Google if the president can vote for himself. <laughs> and if he can, then we're voting in this poll. <laughs> yeah. It's like having the doctor do surgery on himself. It happens, bro. You didn't see Doctor Strange? That's true. What else, Brian? What you got? 
It's like having the teacher teach himself. <laughs> well, guess what? They can if they do research. And training. And training. <laughs> That's teaching yourself. You're teaching your muscles. That's true. Do things. You'd be surprised how many things you could do by yourself. Yo, Baki is fucking crazy. Did you have thoughts on Black Clover? <laughs> yeah, I did. I didn't finish. I didn't even start it. Um, but yeah, I also don't have actually much to say about this. It was funny to see Wano basically appear in Black Clover. I know that at some point, Tabata was probably pressed that when they got to Wano, probably, he was like, oh, shit. I know it was my was years ago, though. I know. But he had been he building. was inspired by the Wano arc. He was like, you know what? I want no, to. No, I'm pretty sure that this is a I thing. I want to put Japan in this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is a thing that he wanted to do from the beginning because he keeps building up uh, wherever you know, uh, Yami is from to be kind yeah, of like he Japanese. Been. So yeah. when Oda came up with a very Japanese, Japan centric world. <laughs> oh, God. It was, was like, so Japanese. And especially since like they're it. leaving when he comes into his. You know he's deep down like, oh, I, I got to prepare myself for the comparisons that I'm going to get. Um, oh, yeah. But there is no comparison. I mean, even the architecture of the buildings. Yeah. Lame. I mean, it's whatever. I mean, it doesn't matter. You know? At the end of the day, I'm just busting balls here. I think it doesn't matter, really. I'm actually kind of excited to see, I guess, what Tabata's version of uh, of Wano would be. Um, it is interesting to see that a lot, that there are, like, these similar, like, there are these... Um, I know there's a word for it. I'm just forgetting it. But there are people that resemble people from the Clover Kingdom, but just in this land. Um, you know, there's like, I guess, the um, the narrow girl and the charmy girl that look exactly like each other. Um, so it's funny to see. Uh, I'm wondering if the... This is definitely Yami's dad? No, no. It's his friend. But uh, they look exactly the same. Yeah, he mentions that he would. They were friends back in the day. Maybe they're brothers. No, he said friends. He seems like the guy to be needlessly mysterious. That's possible. Could you at least agree with me on that one? I can agree with you. Hey, I'll if he that. says they're brothers tomorrow, I'm like, all right, I believe it. Whatever, who cares? Um, but he said hey, that they were my bro. He said they were pals. I, I feel said, like if hey. they were. I, I think if they were uh, brothers, he would have said brothers and not pals. Um, but yeah, I mean, I my wonder is that if the clover, the black clover folks, not the black clover, uh, the black bulls are gonna pull up to this fucking island, find their way here somehow. Uh, that would be cool if all of them got Rio training. I'd be down for yeah. that. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's all I gotta say. Really, it's it's been cool. I mean, obviously we knew. Asta's not fucking dead. Uh, so, not much of a shocker. Well, but... Christian knew for sure. I, I was... You were you I were was fooled? on the fence, man. I was... Oh, I was... Man, you gotta read closely. I mean, Asta's the main character. Yeah. I should've known. Yeah. But yeah, that's what it is. I, I, you know, I called it last week as well. He was gonna end up where Yami was. So, that's another thing. I called that shit. Um, but yeah, not, not much to say about Black Clover. It was a good chapter. Nonetheless, um, I'm, I'm wondering if the Black Bulls will be there and that's, that'd be interesting if they do. Um, anyway, I'm ready to move on if you guys are. Oh yeah. Let's uh, go. 
Undead Unluck. And with this, I'm going to toss this over to Josh. Hey guys, I'm back with another Undead Unluck review. This is chapter number 126, Advent. Alternate title, The One Who Validates. Mm. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Last week, uh, we had Apocalypse, which is the artifact, the ancient artifact modeled after a book that basically decides all the rules of how to go about capturing and releasing Umas and also just wants to make the main characters miserable. Those are his two jobs, mm-hmm. as far as I've seen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, Apocalypse reveals the conditions for looping in that they require a massive amount of points, which Victor, because he's been alive for billions and billions and billions and billions, and cut to me saying that several more times um, <laughs> of years, he's procured more than enough points to satisfy that need, which chagrined Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. But he also says that um, for each member, that like the, the second condition is that for each member of the council... We had to wait one minute for the arc to re- to charge up. Mm-hmm. And because they now have 11 members, which is more than there ever has been, apparently, um, they had to wait 11 minutes. So in the meantime, Juiz and Andy are going to go face off against Ragnarok because they also realized that that god began Ragnarok. As soon as they started to, to charge the loop up, God got mad tight and said, it's Ragnarok time. And yeah, that was last chapter. Now we're back. We got um, we got a cool uh, three pages, like, showing, like, a bunch of, like, the, I guess, tertiary is the right word, characters. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Um, in the first, the first panel, we got Unburn, and, and I think her name is Beck, the rabbit girl. I don't know about her. We really don't know much about Injin either, other than his name is Unburn. Yeah. So I guess that's that. Um, then we also have um, Untruth. I mean, we have, you know, Mui and Shen, which holds Untruth. We also have Phil, which he is actually a negator. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, he's Unfeel. That's how they were able to modify his fucking body and all of that. Pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. And then you've got Creed. I think that's Creed. I think that's Creed, yeah. Right, looking on, like, he looks like they're at some type of um, science hub or something. Yeah, probably. Science hub. (laughs) Like a fucking lab or something. I don't know. Probably Unders headquarters, really. I don't know who that girl is, though, in the background. I I forget who that is, really. No no clue. Um, Then we've got um, 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 Ethan and... Ethan and Top, which are also unbreakable and unstoppable, respectfully fighting off against Seal, the uh, king of Umas. Mm-hmm. And it looks like Top is not doing very well. Nope. Sad stuff. We also got Chikara, that's Unmove. Um, not Shen. Um, Fang, uh, who uh, Unfade. I didn't know he was out there, out and about, doing stuff. When did this happen? I guess he broke out of wherever he was at some point because Where the, the world's ended. That, right? I thought he died. I didn't. I didn't... No, he he's he was alive. I remember seeing him. He was like imprisoned by uh by the union. 
Well, he's out. And yeah, he's that out nigga's now. a problem. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> he's like the strongest person they, they had to ever fucking deal with. I mean, Unruin's pretty uh, pretty serious, but Feng was fucking these niggas yeah, up. Yeah, Feng was a problem. <laughs> Feng was a menace. He was a whole problem, and then some. <laughs> yeah, man. I want to go reread that arc again. <laughs> um, then we also had Telly. Which we actually don't know his 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 uh negation. Well, at least the yeah we don't know his negation specifically yet, which gives me hope for the future. Thoughts about that later. Unspeak. Um, we have unspeak. Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. hmm. I mean, if you know, let us know, please. Uh, comment below. Right. If you yeah. Know if, what... they, if they mentioned it, but they didn't show in the Undead Unlock Wiki, which I found all of their names from. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, the best. Um. Then, you know, we got Tatiana and, and Billy, which is uh, both untouchable and unfair, respectively. And, of course, the cheese god himself, Unruin. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he yeah, that's fine. <laughs> God is starting yeah. to turn up. And he's throwing the whole sun at the planet. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, so anyway, um, he's like, um, and, you know, Foucault has the same reaction I do where she's like endure for 11 minutes endure the sun yep or these nuclear explosions <laughs> for 11 minutes I don't know about that I don't know what you're gonna do with your sword Juiz but you know she has injustice so I guess you'll figure it out yeah so you know they're just telling her like you know they're 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 just letting her know, like, look, we're going to leave you. You got to stand here, hold it down. You can't come join us. We need to go fight. Um, sit down and relax and try not to pry uh, all the fluids out of your body before you teleport to the next world. Yeah. Um, you know, she's. This is, there's, there's a moment that happens here that I think is going to matter much later on, yeah. by the way. But, um, right, obviously, he goes to give Foucault a really big hug. Like, right before they leave. And everyone acts all surprised. I, I think this is supposed to be way more sexier than it than it, than it it looks. But, um, you know, he just gives her a big hug. And he's like, you know, um, don't tell me this late in the game. You're blaming yourself for everyone dying. We already went over this. You experienced this through two arcs and understand that that's not your fault. It's mm-hmm. God's fault, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, all we need to do right now is grab hold of that baton that everyone has passed us so that the two of us can go through the loop, get stronger, and come out on top next time. Ooh, Pretty lit. Yeah. Oh my god, I really hope there's more. But whatever. I'm, I'm, let me hold it down. Um, will you get away already? We don't need any blah blah blah. Okay. So, yeah, they're ready to leave. And Andy says he's going to see go on the flip side right because he doesn't need to teleport he's nope. gonna be around he's gonna survive he survives the end of the world every time so all he has to do is oh wait. that's so rough yeah <laughs> so rough yeah Juiz planting that rem- that remember card in his head like he she 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 gave him mercy mm-hmm. while not giving him mercy well yo that was intense anyway yeah. um so then uh the moon spirit Pulls up next to Foucault and she's like, haha, let's have a little chat. And then they she brings her to her seat on the moon, I guess, so that she can have a better vantage point of what's happening to their planet. Mm-hmm. And um 
Oh no, no, that's not. I, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. So yeah, the the moon spirit tells Fuko, let's have a little chat. So I guess they're gonna talk by the art. And um, Ruiz and Andy are looking on to God Himself, which is the sun. The sun is the God. Sun is God. So I mean, I it, this should be obvious enough, but it checks out. I mean, yeah, makes everything, sense. everything. From in our planet, it was born from the sun. Hey, you know, the sun is considered a deity in a lot of uh, ancient cultures and stuff. So it sure is. Makes sense. So it checks out. On I just don't know why he looks like this. Why does he look? Well, I guess molten he is a bad guy. magma guy. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's what's happening. It's, it's. I don't. What are your thoughts? Oh, um, yeah. So we get that's to see... the end of the chapter. Yeah, <laughs> after pretty much the entire series, this is our first glimpse at the main antagonist of the series in God. Um, I think there's probably an, another form to this guy. Uh, I don't think he's just going to be this giant heartless forever. Uh, yeah, he just looks so not men- He looks menacing, but also not. He's the son. Well, you don't need to have a corporal body form. Just move a little bit closer and you'll destroy everything on the planet. I mean, that's I guess... it, guys. That's all it takes. I know that, right? All it takes is the sun to move just a little bit closer. Yeah. And everything gets fucked. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, in any case, I thought this was a really cool chapter. Obviously, I I don't know why I didn't put it together before. Uh, I kind of feel dumb. I'm just like, oh well, of course it's it was the sun, the whole time. I'm just sitting here thinking it's the Christian Judeo God. Me too. <laughs> I, thought, I, mean, I didn't think we was gonna see JC come down from <laughs> from, from above, but you know some type of like not the sun. Yeah, <laughs> but it makes I, sense. It makes sense. That's why I'm just like, oh well, I guess I should have seen that coming. Like, who is it supposed to be? Abraham? Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's just something I felt like I should have known. But either way, it was. Uh, that was like, yeah, cool. Uh, makes sense. Uh, glad to see it finally to put it like a, a face to a name, so to speak. Um, I'm sure there's another form of this guy. He's not just going to be this formless mass. Um, a much more, a much more sleek and aesthetically a pleasing, uh, aesthetically pleasing version. Yeah, I mean, you got to save that for the very end of the series when they actually fight him. Um, but yeah. Uh, I thought this chapter was good. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see how they even think about kind of like <laughs> delaying him. He's a he's the son. Uh, I don't know how Huis how is they do are, it. how they plan to delay. Him. I don't know how Huis plans to do it. Like Andy, I understand he's undying, so you know he. Oh, uh, what is he gonna do? Throw his corpse at him? Well, until... I can see how he's gonna last longer than Huis. I don't know what Huis is thinking she's gonna do. He's <laughs> only just gonna last. That's yeah. It. That's that's all he has to do. Like the whole point of this is to just hold out for eleven minutes, but it's like I bet it's gonna be something crazy like the sun's justice is that everything burns and Huis cancels out that justice. And makes it frozen. Yeah, something it's like that. It's gonna turn into a big ball of ice. Basically. <laughs> oh you got me there, Juiz. That was nice. No, I'm cold. <laughs> so cold, I guess I'll stop being an asshole and giving people negate abilities and stuff he said is this ice <laughs> dickhead is it cold 
<laughs> An old classic drop. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while since I heard that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I don't really. Uh, I thought it was nice. It was cool to see Andy fly off with her. I forgot that Andy stays behind every time because he just kind of like lives. Hey, through yikes! It. Yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, he's been... I can't stop thinking about how fucking horrible that is. Yeah, because he's there for the reformation of Earth, you know, for the Big Bang. He's there for that. Everything. Yeah. In the void of space. It's just nothing and hurt and pain for and anything for alive. A long time. Like, and then when dude, you get to Earth, he's just boiling alive for millions of years. Man. <laughs> then the and then the moon crashes into the Earth. That's fun, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, it's a lot going on, but uh, jo- <laughs> I'm so sorry for Victor. That's why he's a bad guy. Yeah, makes sense. Honestly. I'd be a bad guy too. <laughs> I just had to experience that once. <laughs> yeah, if I do that one time, I'm like, fuck the world. Right? He he should have betrayed Jewies way sooner. You're like, wait, just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just stop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Josh, what did you think about this chapter? Um, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Maybe thoroughly is not the word. Um, it was a cool chapter. It's moving things along. The big reveal about about God being the sun is interesting. I want to see how they're going to go about it. I wonder if he has if he has words for them. He probably does. I do wonder about that. He probably, um, probably some some but, words there. I'm hoping in these 11 minutes we get to see some of these situations with the with the other characters like definitely like this fight with Top and and um and Unbreakable. No, that's see. Actually that's happening oh. right in the base, isn't it? Yeah, that should be happening in the base if I remember. I right. don't expect to see everybody's situation. I just it'd be a little bit nicer to just kind of check on them one more time before we loop. Mhm. You know, just like a few pages I don't know. I don't know how long he goes. He'll stretch it out, but I'll take anything. Yeah. Um. Honestly, even Shakara. Like, what's he doing? Like, he's noticing that. Okay, the sun is here. Oh. But what was he doing? <laughs> like, he's just saying, like, whoa. They should all be dead right now. Actually, all every single one of everything on the planet should be dead and yeah. melted. Well, you just don't know science, Josh. Obviously, the sun being that close wouldn't burn everybody alive. <laughs> obviously it would only burn some things sometimes and then eventually everybody will get burned but this is a this is also yeah. a, a conscious son with superpowers that is i guess choosing when and where to burn people just making it slow and painful because this son is an asshole <laughs> yes that's the only thing we know for sure with this god character is, that he is an asshole yeah the son is a real jerk he uh, sure is but he was a jerk today when i was walking home that she was beaming on the back of my fucking neck man yeah <laughs> that was this oh, god also, that was this god it's himself like uh, him. feel my rules today about us huh? <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh i know you're talking about undead unluck and you're gonna talk shit <laughs> oh you're gonna talk that good shit aren't you josh well burn <laughs> that's like Got something for your ass. Beam. <laughs> Sunbeam. Mmm. You like beams, Josh? How about this one? <laughs> to your fucking neck. 
No, yeah. I like the series. Um, I thought. I thought also the fact that the four um, the four like boss umas were seasons and that God being the sun makes I actually think that was really nice like flavor wise because the sun does affect the weather too a lot more directly than it affects other light. Well, that's I don't know what I'm talking about. That affects the weather. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Seasons. It makes sense. The way the rotate. This, the sun and the earth's relationship is what creates, like, their dynamic is what creates the seasons. Yeah. So I thought it was like, oh, it makes total sense. It's the sun's influence on the earth that creates the seasons, therefore. Right. Okay. Checks yeah. out. Yeah. I mean. That was my last thought. Like I said, I really, um, I really want to see some more fighting with the uh, supporting cast, but whatever. Yeah. We'll see. Um. But yeah, those are all. Well, I hope thoughts. this season starts again. I really think it is. I really think it's leaning towards the fact that it's going to start. It, like, it's going to continue to keep going. No, I think so too. I don't think it's going to end for a while. Um, but it might be like on some final arc type shit where there's uh, a set amount of like a few dozen chapters remaining. You know, yeah. Uh, maybe like fifty to one hundred more chapters left. I'm being generous. I wonder how much chapters are left of my hero. Two? <laughs> Is that a stray? Oh. Oh! Quick, take a chance now. Yeah. Oh, you better duck, Brian. <laughs> I'm sorry. Duck, I'm sorry, Brian. It was just right there. I couldn't say no. Yeah, it'd be your own kinfolk. <laughs> don't, bu- don't do me like that, man. Brian understands. He knows I have to take the shot. Oh, does he now? No, I hate you. No, Brian, you have to understand that to take the shot. Bask in the hate. <laughs> All right. It'll make you stronger, Brian. Well, that was ended on luck. Uh, good chapter. Uh, but that has also been our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. As per usual, you could find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram at NY Chillin on Twitter. Brian at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. Follow him on twitch.tv slash it's punchline to watch him play video games. Uh, I guess follow him on Twitter and Instagram so he'll let you know. I don't know if he does that. Brian, you should do that. You should tell people when you're streaming on your socials. Um, but follow him yeah. on those things if you want to watch some uh, good old video games being played. Uh, you can email the show it's, itself at New Jump City. On, oh, follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram uh, for the really good chapter of the week poll. Uh, Undead Unluck tied it. So it's a tie between Black Clover and Undead Unluck this week. Uh, vote for your favorite next week, and we'll announce the winner on the show. Uh, email us to NewJumpCityPod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, Anything you guys want us to talk about, we're on there. Check us out. Email us. Uh, you can also comment on any video that you're watching, whether it's the highlight version of the podcast or the full version. Um, so get on that. Subscribe while you're on it. Hit that bell so you never miss an upload. Uh, like, share the podcast if you like it, if you want to help us grow. Uh, I'd love to see it. It makes me happy every time I see another subscriber, a new like, uh, a new comment. It literally fills my heart with joy. So get on it. 
you can also subscribe if you like audio podcasts and you prefer those uh you can check us out on itunes spotify wherever you listen to podcasts we're on there and the audio version of the podcast usually comes out first if that's a uh, perk at all uh all we ask is that you leave us a five-star review on those platforms uh let people know that we exist on the algorithm it's the only way is uh interaction it's engagement so let's get on it thank you guys so much for listening i believe jump comes out on a monday next week uh so maybe (laughs) maybe we'll probably do it on monday next week but um yeah next week we should have pretty much everything but jujutsu kaisen will have chainsaw man and all that stuff so get excited and uh we're on the road to episode 200 by the way that's another thing this is 190 nine episodes left let's get into it thank you guys so much for listening and stay safe new job citizens peace out guys thanks for listening